So, are you ready? I was born ready, sweetness. Oh my goodness! 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 Not another! Not another! Not another! Not another podcast! Well, actually, that's that's quite all right then. Hello, and welcome to episode twelve of Oh my goodness! Not another podcast! Woohoo! I have two guests with me here today. First, the person you just heard, which is T-Nock. Say hi, T-Nock. Hi, T-Nock. Very good, very good. Very obedient, I see. And then second, Ezra. Hello. Hello. Okay, so, I know, well, uh uh-oh, whose dog? (laughs) It's my dog. I tried to meet Jessica. (laughs) It's always the way. Is. We could talk without him, but that'd be kind of weird because if he wants to say anything. <laughs> I've got my headphones off, so I can still hear. My brother was coming through the front door, which of course sets my dog off. Right. <sighs> you know, just as soon as we start recording, Murphy's freaking law. Oh, yes. And considering we're starting half an hour late anyway. <laughs> but anyway, okay. Unfortunately, my co-host, Mr. Jeppy, was not able to make it today. He did try, but he started getting really knackered, as he usually says. However, he did want to say that uh, he wishes he could be here, and he wanted to tell all the listeners, hello. So, And he says he'll be here next time, and I'm hoping he can. We'll see if we can uh, schedule a time when he can be here. Time zones are often who. Anyway. So, two people who no one's really heard much of, no one's, or you guys haven't been on the podcast before, so I think we'll start with Tinoch. Yes. Tell us a little bit about yourself. About myself. Well, um, I am an avid WoW player, or I should say Blizzard player, because I do play quite a bit of D3 as well. I've recently become married and found out that I'm pregnant. Well, not me, my wife. Um, but yeah, way pregnant. <laughs> well, you're not. You're not the only one that says I'm pregnant. When <laughs> <laughs> that is true. But yes. Um, so yeah. So I'm, I'm looking forward to having no sleep and no spare time at all in the, in the next year or so, when that eventuates. And uh, yeah, I'm a big big call listener. Uh, do fairly frequent submissions now because of leader. Grr, leader. Um, then yeah, that's me in a nutshell i suppose very cool i'm glad that you mentioned the wife and the upcoming baby because i was totally gonna do that if you didn't <laughs> so and then of course poor ezra has known me since i was like 15 years old so um yeah i i have to pity him a bit but why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself ezra about myself i recently yeah. became a commissioned peace officer for the state of texas so no more cop jokes yeah. on your on your podcast or i'll get upset or at least not while you're on. Well, or at least, yeah. usually we're not picking on the cops. We're picking on the stupid people that irritate the cops. I know. Everybody irritates yes. the cops, apparently. <laughs> well, uh, some people are really stupid. It's true. Um, <laughs> the I'm people, also... you know, that jump through the windows. And, yeah, there's some really interesting people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like Tinoch, I'm also a father. I have two precious little girls um, that you've seen pictures of. Um, I work pretty much every day of the week. I don't ever really get days off, but if I do have a day off, I'm going to get back in a while since you were nice enough to resurrect me. Yes. Well, I, I can't say it's completely selfless. I get something out of it, too. I get a really cool amount out of yeah, it. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it's it's good to have you back on WoW. Not that I ever really lost you from anywhere else because we keep in contact pretty well otherwise, but... Um, right. Yeah, it's good to have you back in-game. On a side this, note, however, I fixed the gamepad. Yay. Yay! Wait, sad or happy? A side note. Oh, side. I thought you said sad, and I was like, but you've been working on that for an hour. 
Yeah, now, now, now what's he going to work on? Jeez. Uh, hopefully the podcast. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We just started, so you know we've got a while to go. Undivided attention. <laughs> Your what? I said, now you have my undivided attention. Woohoo. Awesome. All right. So, as usual, I would like... Oh, well, hold on just a second. We've taken recently to asking our guests about their favorite books. I actually know the answer for Ezra, but Tinak, do you read it all? Um, I read a little bit. It's not, not overly avidly. Probably the, the biggest or the longest set of books that I've read is obviously Harry Potter. But I have also started reading the World of Warcraft lore books as well. Oh. Recently got through one with Thrall as the main focus. Can't remember the name. I say recently, but it was sometime last year that I read it. I've, I've got quite a few for, for Christmas, not last year, the year before, and been slowly working through them. Pretty pretty entertaining, actually, and Christy Golding's probably my best, favourite author of those ones. So I am looking forward to, was it the, the new Tides of Tides of War? Hold on, hold on a second. We're going to have puppies that are whining in a second. Because... Puppies are cute. Sorry, where were you? Um, you go I, I, I was in Australia, you know, where I live. <laughs> <laughs> not what I meant. Oh, you meant about the thing and the and the what you call it? Cool. Actually, yeah. Where was I? <laughs> so your favorite author yes, was yeah no my favorite author um, of the of the Wow Law is Christy Golding, um, who did the Cataclysm book is also about um, about uh, is has it been released the Tides of War? I think it's about to be. I think it's releasing the same day. Oh, I don't know. I actually haven't read any of the Wow Lore, which is. You know, I, I've I've considered picking it up, but I wasn't sure about what I would think about it. No, it and is so it is really quite good. It, it does cool. help a lot with what goes on in game as well because they are canon. Oh, so it's actually based around what's going on in game. It's not people just going and making fan fiction. Exactly right. Like oh, okay. the Christy Golding, the the Cataclysm of the world, the Shattering, I think it was, is actually what was happening in game the uh, few weeks before the last expansion, Cataclysm was actually dropped. I wonder how they decide who gets to write those names out of a hat. I think probably, probably <laughs> that, that seems to be the way many people do things. How about you, Ezra? I know your answer, but that's okay. I'll listen. What do you think my answer is? Because it might have changed. I know you still really like the Janet Ivanovich books, which I also really like. Yes, I do. Um, The Stephanie Plum series. That is true. Did you know that they're making movies about that? Yes. I went to go see the first one in theaters. I loved it. It already came out? Yeah, it's on DVD even. Wow. Shows you how much I pay attention. You totally missed that. I did. Um... And I don't go to theaters very often, so I went months ago. <laughs> There's a couple new series that I've actually picked up. One by John Flanagan. It's The Ranger's Apprentice. It's kind of a young adult series, but it's based in medieval times, medieval England to be exact. And he has a second series called The Brother Band Chronicles, which is also really good. I read a lot of young adults. Me too. I have actually, kids, but... so I... I... Well, it's it's not necessarily written for kids. The reason I like it so much is because it's light reading and it doesn't take a whole lot of thought and I don't have to sit there and get too, too deep in it. Right. I can read it and go on with my day. So I like I like the young adult novels quite a, quite a lot. Even. I've also so. read pretty much every every Star Wars book written. I have a couple <laughs> of WoW books, but I haven't made through them yet because I work entirely too much. Well, apparently in the fall, the that new Star Wars game is going free-to-play. Yes, it is. Yeah. Oh, Republic. Yeah. Yes. So, I my husband told her, who told me that? No, Ben told me that. Clay Pigeon told me. And he was like, or my, my response was just, well, I guess it kind of proves that WoW is better because, you know, it seems to be the only one that hasn't gone free-to-play because I believe that Rift also went free-to-play, didn't it? Yes. Oh no! It does, I think it's free to play to a certain level. 
not sure. Right. Well, right. Well, I imagine that's what Star Wars is going to be too. Right. Well, the current level cap for for what I've had. Well, it depends on if they raise the other the level cap or not. I'm sorry. Um, right now, it's just set at 50, which is the highest level you can attain. But the level up to level 50 is, in my opinion, somewhat better than WoW in some ways because everything's voiced over and it's all like watching a movie. But at the same time, WoW's got 50 billion players or something like that. So It's actually down to 9.1 now. Yeah. Oh, so have both of you played? Yes. I did get a level 50 on both, what are they, Empire and Republic. Right. I have to say that that's one of the trends I did not follow. I didn't go. I don't. I really don't know why. I guess I just wasn't. I wasn't too keen on. Wow, in space. Like, no, no, it's not that. I wasn't too keen on playing something I had to pay for, but I didn't know if I was even going to like it. Right. Kind of picky about that, so I don't like paying for things unless I know I'm going to like them. Touche. Understandable. Alright, so I suppose we could get started with some of our news stories. Remember to be free and chat, and well, you guys have heard the other episodes, well, at least some of them. I know Ezra's heard all of them, Tinox heard a few. Just kind of go with the flow, and we'll just, wherever it takes us. This one's actually a video, it's not written, and so I'm going to go ahead and just tell you what happens in the video. It's just a generic little video where they have things pop up and somebody's talking. They could have as well typed it, but they didn't. I guess it was actually shown on a news show. As always, we start with a poo story, and I got this one from WDBO.com. There were two men. Well, I, I guess I assume they were men. One of them, at least, was a man. Oh, yeah, no, they were both men. Anyway, one man was walking through his yard, and he stepped in some poo. And so he proceeded to clean it off of his shoe and then throw it into the yard next door. And this happened in England. And so the people in the yard next door took a bucket of poo and threw it all back. Like a whole bucket. Apparently, what was going on? Huh? (laughs) No, it wasn't Jeppy. Okay, cool. (laughs) It wasn't, I don't think. No, no, looking at the name, it's not Jeppy. But (laughs) they built, like, a, a fence or a wall to keep this, their neighbor's dog from coming in and pooing on their lawn. Because it was a problem. And then, so, when he was walking across his lawn and he stepped in the poo, he figured the dog had gotten back over there. And so he just went ahead and chunked it right across. They had put up a bucket, like a poo bucket, to encourage the people to pick up the poo. And that is what the other people retaliated with, was the poo bucket that was put up because of them anyway. So, I don't think I would fight with poo personally. It would be kind of... Yeah. Kind of reminds me of um, Madagascar. If you have poo, fling it now. <laughs> Actually, it more reminds me of the Big Bang Theory, where the girls are talking about jealousy. And Blossom's character... Oh, goodness, why can't I remember her name right now? She's my favorite character, too. Is it Amy? Amy Farrah Yes, it is Amy. Okay, see, I had it right. Amy Farrah was talking about how when animal species get jealous, specifically monkeys or apes, they fling their poo at the opposite sex. Or they fling their poo at the one that's threatening, you know, the, the mm. one that they like. And so it was Bernadette, and Bernadette was getting very irritated. And at the end... She looked at her, and she's just something like, well, now I know how you feel. I really do feel like flinging my poo at her. And it was just it was <laughs> so, I just, I don't know. I don't think I would fling my poo. I don't think I would fling any poo. Poo is rather disgusting. It is hilarious, but it is disgusting. What were you going to say? I would ever do that. No. The moral of this story is, listeners, do not fling your poo. Or 
food that you step in proof. because you might have a bucket a bucket of food dumped on your head in retaliation. Was it actually dumped on his head? I thought it was just thrown I, back I, into his head. I, I don't remember. So but it was enough. It was. it was enough that the person was arrested for assault. And so, apparently, they threw it in some kind of threatening manner that bonked him somehow. Well, I don't know about laws over there, but I know in Texas, all it takes is you to touch somebody and them not to want it. And you can get simple assault charges placed upon you. And that's all this was, was simple assault charges. It wasn't like, you know, but, yeah. Yeah. Alright, so, Ezra, I picked this one because it happened where you live. It happened where I live? Yes. Oh, good God. Well, where you used to... Well, okay. Where we went to... Well, no, that's not right either. Where I went to high school. Because by the time you went through school, you went to the other one. Anyway. No, we should... So this happened... No, we didn't. We didn't share a year. Tiffany shared a year. Right. And I was a year ahead of Tiffany. Right. Right. And so, here we go. Oh, for those not getting the reference, Tiffany is his sister. One of his sisters. Okay. In Killeen... A woman was accused of striking her boyfriend with a stripper. And this was awesome. reported on August 1st. <laughs> Apparently, it says, Colleen police arrested a woman. They said, beat her boyfriend with a stripper pole. Sarah Howell was charged with assault with bodily injury stemming from an alleged assault that left her home ransacked. Police arrested Howell late Sunday night after receiving a call from the 900 block of Stetson Avenue about a violent domestic disturbance, an arrest affidavit states. When police arrived, they found a shirtless male who was covered in sweat and had grass in his hair and on his back. Police saw the man had numerous scratches on his face, neck, chest, hands, and back. Inside the home, police found Howell curled up in a fetal position in her bed crying. Howell told police the man, her live-in boyfriend, had assaulted her. However... The man had used his cell phone to take a video of the alleged assault. When police viewed the video, which depicted Howell screaming and trying to force her way through the door that the man was holding closed, Howell eventually forced the door open and can be seen slapping the man four times. She then grabbed a pot from the kitchen and splashed cooking oil on the man. And then she grabbed a pink steel stripper pole and tried to hit him in the head. I can imagine that. Um, As, first, my first, my first thought is, do I know this woman? That's my first thought <laughs> because I did live there, and so I'm like, I wonder if I know her. My second thought is, they have a stripper pole, and her reaction to that is to hit him in the head with it. I do not think that that is what the stripper pole was put there for. Probably not. No. No. If it's pink, though. Well, no, it's steel. I was going to say if it's pink, maybe it's one of those exercise stripper poles that go with the stripper video thing. Maybe. But, I don't know. Mm, I don't think if it's steel. Because, I don't know. That's, but, that's a bit crazy, yeah. Yeah. So, here's the moral of the story, especially for you, T-Knock. Oh, what? <laughs> Do not make your new wife mad. Okay. She because might she might try to beat you with the stripper pole, Yes. <laughs> I'll just hide this pole first. Got it. You'll hide the stripper pole. Yeah. But then you have to worry about the hot oil and everything else that she did. Oh, that's true. Just don't the make her oil. mad. Mm-hmm. Chase him around the house and everything it said. Mm. Yep. <laughs> and she could slap and scratch and bite and everything else. Don't make women angry. Okay. <sighs> I know you were planning on something, but you know. I keep trying with you, dreams, but you just you're just immune to it. I'm immune to getting angry. That's not necessarily at, true. At me, but it does take it's a bit. Oh, oh, so that's why I don't get angry at you. Yeah. So why I don't, don't I get angry at other people? Oh, it's accent. <laughs> <laughs> He's humble. He ought to wear a humble button. So yeah, she was arrested. Her bail is set at five thousand dollars. 
had you heard about this, Ezra, since, you know, no. it was yes, yesterday, apparently? Nope. Didn't make it through on uh, our sheets where I work, so. <laughs> well, this was, it was in the newspaper. It was in the Colleen Daily Herald. So, yeah, this came from kdhnews.com, which is Colleen Daily Herald News. I know that newspaper far too well. This is... And what's funny is I didn't even go to the Colleen website on purpose. I found this on a different website, and it led me to the Colleen website. And so I was, yeah, I think I got it on far.com. There you go. There's one from your hometown. It's more your hometown than mine. I wasn't born here. I just live here. I wasn't born there either. I only lived there four years. The four years I was in high school, that's it. All right, then I guess it's more my town than yours. Yeah, yeah, you've been living there a lot. I've never been there. Well, I would think not. You you are in Australia. Although I was in America like I, for the honeymoon, but only in California. That's funny. We want to go to Australia for honeymoons, but they want to come here. I know, right? Well, you want to go overseas for honeymoons generally, and if you live in Australia, yeah. I suppose I suppose we could go to Tasmania, which is like the the um uh, is it the Alabama where all the inbred goes? Never mind. Um, <laughs> Yeah, we, we tend to try to stay away from Tasmania. <laughs> I was going to say, you didn't go to New Zealand? No, no, it's cold down there, especially this time of year. <laughs> it's not cold where you are? Oh, it's cold, but it's just colder. You're upside down, therefore you are in the wrong season, I would like you to know. Today it was over 100 degrees here. That's nice. I'll trade you. I'd much rather the cold. I, I really don't. I, we've got air conditioners here, which work really good, but the cold still tends to be really cold. We have swamp coolers where I live because we live out in the desert, as probably can be noticed if you follow me on Twitter. The I posted a couple pictures, one of them from my backyard, and the other one I actually walked out of my backyard and got a little closer. We have swamp coolers because we don't get a whole lot of precipitation here. and But when it's humid and we have clouds in the sky, the swamp coolers do not work. It's just like they blow hot air, and so we're sitting and we're dying all day long. Well, that's not cool. I don't no. like dying. It's really bad for you. You don't like dying? I don't think many people do. No. I got better. Right, well, I, in honor of our law enforcement officer, I have another police story for us. <laughs> like Did you I send specifically you that last collected time? No, you didn't. That's all good. Oh, I'm sorry. Right, I, I have another police story for us, and I'm gonna. I actually gonna bother to link that one. There you go. All right. So, Pennsylvania. A Pittsburgh man allegedly broke into a woman's apartment while drunk and stole a potato peeler, a kitchen knife, and a small dog. Because that's okay. a completely normal combination of things to steal. I, it just I is, really I'm want like, potato peeler. <laughs> the, the lady who called 911 said the man just came in her house, opened her dishwasher, stole the potato peeler and the kitchen knife, and just took the dog with him. <laughs> okay, why not? <laughs> Those Good. things have happened. Well, I think part of the whole thing was he was drunk, and you do dumb stuff when you're drunk, and maybe he thought that it was... His stuff, maybe? Or his mom's house, or... Because this is... The neighbor heard what was going on, and briefly scuffled with Stauber, who was found sitting shirtless on a couch in his friend's apartment in the same building where he had been staying recently. So he was just... He was staying in that building anyway. He just walked into someone else's house, took that stuff, and then walked right back down to where he was staying. (laughs) Yeah... Alcohol awesome. had to be involved or something. Well, yeah, it says that he was drunk. <laughs> so. I'm assuming that means alcohol's involved. Yeah. Um, if not other things as well. Just, I don't know. I just don't understand why a potato peeler. 
kitchen knife, and the dog. Why the dog? Actually, putting those three things together kind of scares me. <laughs> I'm hoping that it was just simply like what he saw right at first and just grabbed it and then ran. But he opened the dishwasher. Maybe he's just trying to trying out some new culinary skills. Yeah. I don't know. To me, it would, I would think, you know, dog, potato peeler, skin it, kitchen knife, cut it up. It's horrible. Fry it all and thinner served. Did something with yeah. the potato peeler? Skin a dog, I guess. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe, maybe he, he wanted potatoes with his dog. Ah, touche. If he's going to properly roast something, you need some potatoes and carrots and onions in there. That is a very good Still, oof, scary, though. It's It's... It's funny what alcohol does to people. This next one, I actually just looked at right now. It was below this one about the man stealing the potato peeler, the knife, and the dog. I read a story like this earlier that said that someone had broken a no-fly rule over Belarus by dropping hundreds of teddy bears. However, this article brings my attention more because it says teddy bears drop in and bring down two Belarus generals. Oh, I see. The Belarus authoritarian president actually sacked two of the nation's top defense officials after two Swedish advertising agency employees piloted a light plane into the country's heavily guarded airspace, dropping 879 teddy bears decked out in parachutes and slogans supporting human rights. (laughs) Oh, dear. That's the way to bring bring down the Belarus army, just uh, drop teddy bears, apparently. Well, it worked because he ended up firing um, the minister of defense for air defense and one other person. Mm-hmm. So now his uh, his army was taken out by two Swedish guys and a whole bunch of teddy bears. Uh, well, I think he more fired them because... Well, the Swedish advertising agency, yes, is the one who did it. But he fired two of his people after I guess they didn't notice it coming or... Oh my goodness, can you imagine shooting that plane down and having teddy bears floating down everywhere? <laughs> it's bad enough that they have teddy bears floating down anyways. The fact that they would have shot it down would have been even... I don't even... I'm fascinated that they choose such wait. a fluffy way to <laughs> to bring their message of... If you shot it down, would all the bears be flaming as they fell to the ground? Quite that would if really they shot it down, I would children. think so. That would be incredibly, incredibly uh, flammable, yeah. I would think so. We'll kill the teddy bears. <laughs> it says Thomas Mazzetti and Hannah Frey, the two Swedes behind the stunt, said that they wanted to show support for the Belarusian human rights activists and embarrass the country's military. And uh, they succeeded. <laughs> they financed the $184,500 cost of the stunt with their work in a small advertising agency. Wow, maybe I should go into advertising. Exactly. If they have that much money just to put into teddy bears. I think it's not a bad thing, though. I mean, they're they're teddy bears. And I I can imagine that being incredibly embarrassing for the people who are trying not to let anybody in. I don't know. That would be like psychological warfare 101 if you're a soldier over there and you look up and there's a teddy bear floating at you you'd just be like um do we shoot it why is there raining teddy bears i mean they could have done a lot more things with the teddy bears you you know all the things that people can hide in teddy bears under that fluff you know they could have bombs and they could have had anything but no they just had human rights flyers and stuff it says we flew an airplane at 50 meters that's 150 feet for one and a half hours inside belarus am i saying that right by the way yes that's about right. And for an hour and a half, they flew around with this plane. I imagine heads rolled. Wow. Yeah, I'd assume they would, considering the firing of the two people. I mean, yeah. <laughs> if you read down a little bit further, it says, uh, 
that they had, they always boasted about the capabilities of the joint air defense system that Belarus had formed with Russia. So apparently it's not all that great if two Swedish people and a little itty-bitty airplane were able to drop 897 teddy bears. Not only that, I mean, they aren't even, you know, trained warfare people. Right. I bet they just had a little, you know, prop plane or something. And I don't know what kind of plane they were using, but wow. <laughs> a three-seater Jodel aircraft. So they had just this little bit, I mean, it wasn't a jet where they snuck through. It wasn't, you know, high cost, high it was a technology, prop. stealth plane. It was a little prop plane. Yep. <laughs> That's cool and okay. <laughs> so yeah, that's amazing. Just a little bit. So yeah. there we go. If you guys support people, drop teddy bears. But only if you're doing it from a plane. Only if you're doing it for what? I said only if you're doing it from an airplane. Oh. And what were you saying? Do you not? Uh, I forgot. Something about something. You did not. Uh, no, I, I really did forget. You know. <laughs> Do you know there's a, there's a Hispanic phrase that my husband always uses with me when I forget something. And I don't remember what it is in Spanish, but roughly translated, <laughs> uh, roughly translated. If you if you forgot it, his reply is must have been a lie because if you can't remember what you were about to say, then it must have been a lie because why else would you be able to forget it? Uh, true, mm. or it could just be some witty comment which you forget. Oh, maybe, maybe. And and knowing me, it must have been a witty comment. Oh yes, incredibly witty. Yes, <laughs> or or maybe a little a little um, prideful. But anyway, okay. Um. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> Not sure how to take that. <laughs> you who brags all the time about being one of my favorite voices. Hey, I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, of course not. not. All the time. Just every every twenty or so minutes. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> about that. <laughs> oh goodness. Okay. So teddy bears. Oh, I got that. That particular story came from SeattlePie.com. I don't think it's supposed to actually be Seattle Pie. P-I, to me, as a math teacher, that's pie. 3.14. Yeah, so SeattlePie.com, I suppose. The next story would be... Oh, I got a bunch of the... I got a bunch of interesting criminal stories today. Two girls in... Hold on, I can't remember. Oh, Fort Walton Beach had an argument over a spilled glass of Kool-Aid... And it led to the 17- and 13-year-old sisters being arrested. Over Kool-Aid? Over Kool-Aid. The deputy was told the older girl approached her younger sister about somebody dumping Kool-Aid on the living room floor, and the two began arguing. The argument escalated, and the girls reportedly pulled each other's hair, scratched their faces, and hit each other. The younger girl's face did show signs of having been scratched, so both were charged with misdemeanor battery. My question is, where are the parents? 17 and 13 year old they're old enough to technically take care of themselves you're going to leave a 13 year old on a beach by herself well, with the 17 year old with the kind of perverts we have running around on beaches now well, and with the kind of bathing suits that 13 year olds are suddenly wearing it's not like I'm going to do it with my kids when they get that old but at the same time I'm say- see <laughs> most other parents don't think the way that you or I do so yeah I'm a bit overprotective I imagine so it's, so it's all over Kool-Aid, right? So the only thing that went through my head was, oh, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to know what went through my head? And this is this tells you how much of a mom I am. Number one, what color is the carpet? Number two, what color is the Kool-Aid? And how long has it been there? Can I get it out? <laughs> OxyClean gets rid of everything. Oh, I have some great stuff that I got. It's some Woolite carpet cleaner stuff. It's awesome. But I moved in a house 
back in June that has an off-white carpet. And when I moved in, it was already a little stained because, because this is a rental property, and so people lived here, and the people that lived here before had dogs and kids. I mean, it's inevitable. Right. It's yes. going to get, you know, it's going to get dirty. And so I'm trying my best, especially since we just got three puppies. I have two children. I am trying my best to not put any new stains on this poor carpet. And I need to, what I need to do is just go ahead and rent a steam back and just do a good cleaning of it. But, yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. That's the first thought that goes through my head is, oh my gosh, I have a white carpet now. <laughs> Even if it's off-white, it's like eggshellish. It's still, to me, that's close enough to white to be a big problem. Right, especially if it's red Kool-Aid. Oh, red Kool-Aid doesn't come out of anything. That would be horrible. I wonder, why, does that, why did the 17-year-old just suddenly walk up and start yelling at her about Kool-Aid? I guess the parents maybe called? Maybe. And yelled at the 17-year-old about the Kool-Aid? Maybe. Oh, no. Maybe. Didn't it say something about the Kool-Aid being dropped? That could have stopped. On the living room floor, though. and Well, I guess Fort Walton Beach didn't necessarily have to be a beach. It could just be an area. Yeah, like a province or a suburb or something. Yeah. This one came from nwfdailynews.com. Of course, it will be in the notes. Wow. Guys, I've gone through more stories than I have in the last two podcasts. That's because you have Jeppy, and he's ornery, and he likes to randomly go off on random topics. That's perfect, not, though. That's not exactly necessarily what I random want. topics, but just he is, oh, no, he's got related. verbal diarrhea, I think it is. He just keeps going and going and going and going. Well, that actually has the wrong connotation because verbal diarrhea would mean that... Because when you think of diarrhea, it's not a very pleasant thing. <laughs> uh, okay. And so, hmm. Jeppy is... I, I love recording with Jeppy. He's he's one of my... that That's why he's my co-host. He's my favorite. <laughs> Yes. So I wouldn't call it verbal diarrhea. He and I actually designed this podcast together, and so it's pretty much exactly how we want it to be. <laughs> I was just like, wow, we've gone through one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> so, wow. Start talking more. Oh, I try. I try. That Not going to guarantee anything. You should know by <laughs> now dreams that I'm very quiet, so you have no I know, excuse. We- that's okay. I, I thought it was very nice that you were willing to come on the podcast despite your being very shy and not very talkative, even when you are around people that you know. And I don't know, add, add being a cop to that. And, I don't know, it's most even worse now that I'm a cop. I don't yeah. talk to anybody. <laughs> exactly. That's what I was thinking. You like, pick who you talk to, and that's pretty much it. I had a friend of mine. Well, my husband's old roommate is a cop. And... When I first met him, he would literally just kind of stand near the door with one hand on his badge and the other hand on his gun, and he'd just stand there. Yep. And stare at people. Creepy. (laughs) And see, the last time I went to visit my parents, I went to visit him while I was there. Well, not really to visit him. We just went out to eat with a friend of mine, and, you know, he came with us and stuff. And I was telling him how I remember he used to come over. And he would mow my lawn for me, and I would make him some dinner. And this is before my husband and I were dating, and this guy and I weren't dating either. We were just hanging out. We were just friends. And he would take his gun, he would unload it, and he would put it on my table. And he looks, and he's like, don't you touch it. And then, and then he'd go outside, and he'd mow my lawn. And I reminded him about this, and he's like, I don't remember that. <laughs> I was like, no, no, you really did that. He's like, I don't remember doing that with you. And I was like, you did. Yeah, you don't funny. want to touch another like, man's pistol. Well, he's got he's got guns in his house. I mean, he's a cop. Did you just make a dirty joke and I totally missed it? Yeah. <laughs> Darn you. <laughs> this one's great, Pasta. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> no, it just it, it did a U-turn and came back. Took her a second to realize it. <laughs> you really don't want to touch another person's gun. Anyway, because he's, got guns in his, <clears throat> he's got guns in his house now that are loaded, you know, and he doesn't bother to unload them now if my husband and I come over to his house or anything. But it was funny that at that time he would unload them. I was like, what did you think I was going to do? Pick it up and shoot you? You're mowing my lawn. I mean, I'm not going to shoot you when you're mowing my lawn. Like, but then this is also. <laughs> I now know why you became a father, or you you you're in the fatherly way right after you got married. This is becoming very clear. Hey, what? <laughs> this makes sense. Your head seems very often to be in the gutter, sir. Oh uh, well, you know, it's it's a step up from where it normally sits. Oh really? Usually it's in the sewer. Yeah. Gotcha. It smells funny. My door keeps opening and closing. It's like I have a ghost. And no, it's not the door to the room my children are in. So it's a different door. It's the dogs. Kind of mm. No, the dogs are out the other door. How many doors do you have into that room? <laughs> hmm. Okay. Anyway, now that I have a ghost in my house. All right. So this actually applies to all three of us. Well, yes. it will apply to you very soon, Tinoch. They found out why parents are no longer going out very often anymore. Parents in the Northeast are paying the highest rates for babysitters in the country, ranging anywhere from $12 to $20 an hour, right. yep. with an average of $15. And this, of course, is horrid because when you go out somewhere, usually you actually go out somewhere, so you're spending money to go out. Mm-hmm. Going to the movies is incredibly expensive, especially in the evenings when parents would actually be available to go and not at work or wherever. If you count going out to the movies and getting snacks, that alone would be around $50 for two people. When we take our kids, it's more like 100 But this is talking about parents just getting out. So I would say anywhere between 50 and 70 right there, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And if they go to dinner, that could be anywhere between 30 and 50 right there. Plus, if they're paying almost twenty dollars an hour for babysitting, tack like another exactly. Hours, yeah, exactly. And so it makes a date night out get near two hundred, three hundred dollars. And I'm sorry, but when you're a parent, you can't afford that. Most <laughs> parents can't. Uh, Mom, I'm, I'm actually in a lucky situation. I'm in a lucky situation because my my wife has six siblings. And they range all the way down to the age of six. We've got babysitting available for at least like the next next 10, 15 years. And my parents actually retire next year as well. So they're going to be available as well. So fingers crossed, we shouldn't really ever have to pay for babysitting. Okay, well, my suggestion to you, Mr. Newlywed, is make make the time to go out with your wife. No matter how frustrating it is, no matter how much she doesn't want to leave the kids, no matter what. Make time to go out and have time with your wife when neither of you have to be a parent. Yes. It's incredibly important to keep the adult part of your marriage intact. Yes, we're planning at least doing date night once a fortnight, maybe once a week. Yeah, we planned that too. I know. Plans are always better in your head. Or, well, yeah, yeah. What what is that phrase? Best laid plans. Of mice and men often go astray. Yeah, there's that one. And then there's the one that says... The road to hell is paved in good intentions. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. There's also uh, the best plans never survive contact with the enemy. (laughs) Where did that one come from? It's a police and military one. You can plan all you want, but until you see what they're going to do and how they're going to react, it's simply that. It's just a plan. 
Yeah, the plans don't always go as they're supposed to, do they? Nope. Nope. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so I think the moral of the story here is if you want to go out and you don't have free babysitting like Tinoc does, <laughs> save up a couple hundred bucks because apparently that's what's going to end up costing. You know, I actually stopped using a babysitter here where I live because they were charging me $4 an hour per kid. And, of course, I have two of them, so it was going to $8 an hour. And... I needed them on a daily basis, you know, when I start in service or whatever, right. and it goes all day long. And so I was ending up paying 60 bucks a day. I cannot imagine what people would be paying at, you know, double, triple that cost. That yeah. is just insane. But they normally wouldn't go out every day. So, I mean, still, it, for, for one outing, hundred <clears throat> bucks is a little expensive unless you bring in like six, seven, well, six, high six um, digit numbers. I would think, I mean, when I babysat, I charged people five bucks an hour because that's above minimum wage what people are charging now for babysitting. That's way above minimum wage. And what experience do you need to babysit? Mm, none. Sit there and, and make so, sure they don't kill each other. Exactly. And so not that you would want to just leave your kids with anybody. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that anybody can, you know, as long as a person trusts them, anybody can pretty much be a babysitter. And that's just for a job that is, you know, unskilled. No, it's not unskilled. It's untrained. Um, yeah, it should be an innate, innate um, ability for most people. It just sort of... It's not yeah. something that you have to go to school and get training on. Although some people do, which is great. Our first sitter did. She was right. awesome. $20 an hour for that? You know, that's what I get paid for every hour that I do summer school as a professional, certified professional. It's more than yeah. some cops make. Well, summer school is only five hours long. So essentially I make $100 a day doing summer school. But I'm just saying babysitters are making the same amount and i have you know 50 60 kids that cycle through my classroom right and they have a family mm. you know i just which I could be anywhere from one to five kids sort of thing well and i would charge five dollars no matter how many kids there were unless the kids really misbehaved you know if the kids are easy then that's not a big deal in fact whenever i had a larger family that they wanted me to babysit for if it was five or six kids they would hire two of us and pay us each $5 an hour because there's just more kids. If one thing happens with one kid, they want somebody else there. So, you know, one can be taken care of and the other ones can still be taken care of as well. So, but wow, I just, I can't believe making $20 an hour for babysitting. That is just, wow. And, and I suppose it's only while the um, the eldest child is still young. Like once the eldest child gets to about 15, they can kind of take over some of the babysitting roles if it's not for too long sort of thing. Well, in my house, there is no eldest child. Well, my eldest child is only a minute older than the other one. And so well, once they get to date or so. <laughs> yeah. Well, eventually there's a time when you can you can trust your kids to leave them at home for an hour or two yeah. without having to worry too much. But for short periods of you know, time, yeah. Yeah. It just depends on the age and my gosh, you don't want to wait until they're that old before you go and, you know, spend some time with your spouse. Yeah. It's just crazy, crazy, crazy. They said that aside from the cost of living, I believe it's also a cultural thing. In the, north, in the northeast and in the Bay Area, you have many people who aren't originally from these areas, so fewer people have family they can turn to for childcare support, and they're more dependent on outside babysitters. Ooh, so that's from New, New Jersey. It's actually from nj1015.com. It's a radio station. 
apparently. They're right. That one just that that one floors me. I cannot imagine. Okay. So this one, when I first read it, I was like, hey, I might do that. And then I realized that I got it backwards. And so let me go ahead and read you the title to this post and let me send you a link. Oh my gosh, I forgot to send you that last one too. I'm such a bum. I'm sorry. Here you go. So it says, Christopher Museberger, Minnesota man, allegedly threatened neighbor with sword over mistreated book. So when I read that title, I thought that his book was mistreated. And so he threatened the person with the sword because they mistreated his book. But that is not the way it happens. He is the book mistreater, and he threatened the other person with the sword because she called him on it. Right. Yeah, right. I would have. I would have thought it was. It would have been the way that you read it as well. Mm-hmm. It's like you but... messed up my book. I'm gonna. <laughs> you know, that's what I was thinking. But no. No, apparently not. It says that he was drunk. <laughs> you are. Uh, my name is Christopher Musburger. You you mistreated my book. Prepare to die. <laughs> you kill my you or you dog ear my pages. Prepare to die. <laughs> <laughs> it says a woman spotted a book that Musburger had borrowed from her on the floor of the hallway outside her door. She asked him why he didn't just throw the book away instead of leaving it on the floor. And see that shocks me too. I mean. Do you want it back at all? If you're not worried about getting it back at all, who cares if it's on the floor? But if you do want it back, you know, I just, I don't know. She's going to get mad that, well, it was Right. At which point he said, if you weren't so weak, I would seriously hurt you. Okay, that's probably not what he sounded like. Oh, no, uh, that's completely what he sounded like. That's how I thought it was anyway. Yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. That's right. Snooty up. I don't know. And then this is after getting so close that their noses were touching. That's what he Mm. said to her. Eskimo kissed. Uh, except that if, if he was drunk, can you imagine his breath? Ugh. Yes, I can imagine. Your breath is the worst. It's horrible. So, it says, The woman could tell Museberger was intoxicated and said that if he continued to push her, she would call the police. He was standing in a fighting stance like he was ready to sword fight, and he he drew the sword. And when he asked why he was in jail, he was like, Oh, because I'm an idiot. So at least he realizes that he was being dumb. <laughs> And yeah. then he was like, I didn't come at her with the sword. I just, you know, stood in my doorway and I unsheathed it. But I can see why she would think of that as a threat. You think? They also include, or they also found more swords, ninja stars, daggers, knives, and nunchucks in his apartment. So he goes to Renaissance Fest dressed like ninjas. That's a little out of place. But But then how could you see him? That's true. Because he wasn't dressed up as a ninja at the time. He was just threatening people with swords. Because he wasn't wasn't a very good ninja. Got it. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) He was a drunk ninja. It says that he's actually been charged with terroristic threats. And my biggest disappointment, it doesn't say which book they were fighting over. (sighs) I would read it just to find out why this whole big deal happened. (laughs) (laughs) First edition something, I don't know. I don't oh, see getting upset. Like Violet likes to try to read my books, even though she can't, and she drops them on the floor. But I don't think I'd ever go after her with a sword. Who does? Violet, the oldest. Well, but Violet's five, six. Four. Okay. Oh, that's right. I haven't seen him since last <clears throat> year. Was it last year? Yeah. They, they normally only so. get one year older um, every year. So. Yeah, it's just <laughs> since I don't see them very often, I don't remember how much they're aging. <laughs> As he goes. 
I have to remember. If I saw them on a more regular basis, I would know how old his kids were as they went. Like, he gets surprised, I think, at how old mine are all the time. So. Well, even though we live in the same state, we're also, like, what, eight hours apart? I think it's more like ten. Okay, eight, ten hours apart? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a long <laughs> Are you saying that it would only take five with you? No, not at all. Uh, I'm not saying anything with a cop on the show. Oh, goodness. But, yeah, it's it's a big state. All right, well, I suppose we are coming to close to the end. I did find a heartwarming type story. I try to always close off with one of those. So after we talk about all the dumb criminals and all the poo and all the other stuff, we can at least look at one thing and go, aw. How sweet. Yes, and so I'm sending you the link. All right, so there's this couple. They're 85 years old. They were divorced almost 50 years ago, and they're going to go ahead and remarry. They were both. They both married someone else after they divorced. This is they didn't. It didn't tell them why they divorced in the first place. But they divorced in 1964. They married during World War II. Like, um, where did it? My go? guess would be probably PTS, like post-traumatic stress or something. Uh, it's very possible because he was a soldier, I believe, as far when I read this earlier, yeah. It says, Lena Henderson and Ronald Davis got married as teenagers in Chattanooga, Tennessee during World War II. On Saturday, the 85-year-olds are getting rehitched in Buffalo nearly 50 years after they divorced. So, imagine he was a soldier. You know, it's very possible that he came back and he had other things that he needed to deal with. They both got married again, apparently, from what I understand. And his wife died in January. And I don't know how long it had been that she had been widowed. But they kept in touch the whole time, even though they were so far apart when they were married and everything else. In fact, the the wife of the man would call her and ask for advice and such. And so they were always good friends of the family. And it's just the children say that during all that time, it just showed that they were good friends. I mean, that's all they ever appeared to anyone else and so I'm thinking maybe they're getting older in age and they're both alone and they decide they don't want to you know they don't want to spend the rest of their life alone and so maybe they're just getting back together because you know they do love each other and I think it's sweet and I'm guessing it's just pretty much going to be um, a friendship in the same house more than anything I really don't want to think of anything more than than just a friendship (laughs) in a house at that age I hate to tell you, but old people still do it. Um, I, I know, but I just don't want to think about it. don't do it as vicariously as young people, but old people still do it. I think the people that do it the least are actually parents, yeah. not parents old of people. Young, the parents of young children, because once they get old yes. enough, then they're, then they're out of your hair and you don't really have to worry about it. Uh, yeah, as, much, as, as much, as much. <laughs> I was going to say, there's not really a time that I'm thinking that my kids are ever going to be out of my hair. Imagine until they're 40, they're going to be calling me, I need money. <laughs> Mom, I need me this. money. Money. We don't need a lot of things. Especially if they go to college and stuff like that. They will go to college. Yeah. If they're anything like you and your husband, then they're definitely going to go to college. Yeah. Yeah, we both have degrees. So my husband actually has a master's in history, U.S. history. So I don't have a master's. I just have a bachelor's in 
mathematics and computer science. Yeah, she has a master. She has a degree in computer science, but she still has computer issues. Well, the computer science that I took was coding. I'm just kidding. I know very and much actually, that it's coding. Do, do you know what's really funny is I have a friend of mine who actually does work for a software company coding and such. And he mentioned that he needed some employees. And I was like, hey, you want to work with me? And he was just like, I need employees who can do their own work, not employees who I'll have to do the work for them. And I was like, touche, touche. Because really, without this, without this guy, I wouldn't have made it through my coding classes very well. I actually switched to my coding classes out of spite. Okay. I, <laughs> well, I'm going to explain. In, okay, after my sophomore year, I got married. And my freshman and sophomore years of college, I was actually math. I was double majoring in math and chemistry, and I was minoring in education because at that school, that's how they handled it. When I changed schools as a junior, they told me, no, 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 we don't do it that way. We have entire blocks where you just do teaching for the next four semesters. You should have had all your other classes already done. And I was like, uh, well, I don't. And so they're just like, well, then you can't be in our program. I went, oh. And so since at the previous school, I had gotten myself out of organic chemistry, long story, I was going to be able to skip it and replace it with a, a different class. This school would have required me to do the organic chemistry thing, and I just was not interested. And so instead of doing, instead of doing education, I actually went into computer science because it was in the same building as mathematics. So I didn't have to deal with any new people. And so I did my education the summer after I graduated. I took 15 graduate hours to do my education. I did it after I already had my bachelor's degree. And so I actually have some graduate hours toward a master's if it hadn't been 10 years ago. But yeah, I, I went to computer science out of spite, and it probably was not the best decision in my life. I don't remember very much about it, <laughs> except, Aaron, please help me. That's what I remember the most. <laughs> and um, he was opposite of me. He was a computer science major and math minor, so we actually had a lot of classes together. And when I first met him, I thought he was kind of a jerk, but it ended, we ended up being pretty good friends, and he also became friends with my husband and stuff, so it was it was good, and I love his wife to death. She's adorable, and she was a theater major, but he, he didn't want to hire me because I can't code very well. However, I am pretty good with troubleshooting, believe it or not. It's just any troubleshooting takes time, and you guys had to sit here while I troubleshooted for an hour is the problem. <laughs> yeah, but yes. we uh, well, I am a bit of a noob with the podcasting thing still. I mean, this is episode 12 out of 12. So as I go, I'm having to work out the kinks and everything else. But You do a very I'm, good job. Thank you. I'm hoping that I've gotten the thing with iTunes and then taking it and downloading it onto the mobile devices like the iPhones and the iPods. I'm hoping I have that fixed. I was talking to someone on the Apple support site and they gave me some advice and I'm going to take it and I'm going to see if that works better. I was totally recording in the wrong thing and I realized how dumb I sounded a little bit earlier today when I replied to one of his posts, the dude that's helping me out. So I'm going to reply again and comment on my um, brain fart. Yeah, I wasn't sure where I had to change the rate. And if I changed it where I thought I had to change it, I think I'd be talking about like this, and so would all of you. Awesome. And you should totally do that. <laughs> it would, 
<laughs> because I would have recorded it in one and had, and, oh, it would have been bad. But it's a good <clears> thing, believe it or not, that I went through and troubleshooted all that stuff. Yeesh. And I'm hoping that everything is working now. As always, I ask if you guys do have difficulties listening to the cast, you know, go ahead and tweet me at OMGNAP and let me know. I will, even if one person is having trouble with it, I'll do the best I can to figure out if it's on my side or on your side. And we want to get it to work out because I want listeners to have the easiest time possible listening to the podcast. I don't want them to have any trouble. I know that no one has had it, or no one states to have any trouble through Stitcher. So if your phone is able to receive Stitcher, and I believe both. Apple products and Android products can get Stitcher for free, maybe? Does anybody know that? I know it was free for me. It was free for you? Yep. Yeah, if you can get Stitcher, we are set up through Stitcher, and you can get it that way. Okay, so <clears throat> I have one more point of business. Unfortunately, my co-host, Jeppy, is not here today, and I'm very sad about that because I had something set up as a surprise for him. Today I sat down and I was listening to Disney Channel and one of the songs from The Little Mermaid came on and as it was playing I had this huge light bulb just blink over my head and my kids looked at me as if they were very confused and I shut it off so it wouldn't confuse them anymore and I wrote down a WoW parody song and I usually send my WoW parody stuff to Control Out WoW which is the other podcast that actually many of y'all come from. (laughs) But I didn't want to send this one because there's already another lady who does that, and she does such a good job, and that's kind of her thing on there. Just like my husband and I, we have our thing, you know, and and I just didn't want to step on any toes. I didn't want to upset anybody, so I'm just going to go ahead and put it on this podcast. And it is dedicated to Jeppy and Clay Pigeon, my two friends that spend the most time on the auction house. I've already sent it to my co-host, or my guest host today, so they've already listened to it. But I'm going to go ahead and put it on here, and I'm going to dedicate it to those two. I do apologize that it is a cappella. I'm going to put it after the outro, so if you are not interested in listening to this song that is dedicated to my new friends, you don't. My new friends, they're not new. <laughs> my two friends, you do not have to. So... Like I said, I've already tortured these two with it. Your ear is still intact, guys. Yes. Okay, so this is proof that it is safe. Okay, just, you know, turn it down, whatever. But their ears are still intact. They're still able to talk to me. They're still able to hear me, so it should be okay. Well, sirs, is there anything you'd like to say before we go? Sirs? I don't know who you're talking about. I'm no sir. Are you a ma'am? No. (laughs) I'll I'll leave it up to your imagination. An it? Uh, like I said, I'll leave it up to your imagination. Um, I did. I did see something rather amusing that, um, that that Snoop Dogg had some sort of enlightening on his recent trip to Jamaica, and he's now Snoop Lion. Oh my goodness! Tell us about it. Yeah. Um, oh, where's the? Put the link here. What am I doing? I'm opening too many pages. Uh, you are clicking. Yes, I am clicking. Click. <laughs> it's like someone earlier was typing. <laughs> so. Lol. So, how long before Snoop's reggae line runs out of puff is the uh, is the title of this? It's actually okay. from a, it's actually from an Australian side. I've, I've put in the thing so you can see it as well. 
it, it goes on about how things music artists uh, have like go through identity things. Like Bowie had Ziggy for half a de- decade, uh, Beyonce had Sasha Fierce, and and so on. So, how long do Prince we was do- the artist formerly known as Prince, and then, and then yeah. he was Prince again? Yes, e- exactly right. So <laughs> it's pretty much he's been reincarnated as the uh, Snoop Lion. And I, I saw something rather amusing as um, on on Twitter, someone posted that your Snoop Dogg has evolved into Snoop Lion. Um, <laughs> As a, as a Pokemon reference. <laughs> but yeah, wow. I, I just found this rather amusing. It's like, okay, so you just change which animal. Okay, when is it going to be Snoop okay, Well, elephant? you know, this is rather a strange coincidence, I'm sure. But I watched a movie this past week with my children called... Hold on, I'm going to look it up. Because it, it totally is related. And, and, and you're probably going to... I hope you're going to laugh. Hold on, um, I'll <laughs> shut up now. Netflix, there we go. Let me look at what I... Because it's... I know it has the word Moonacre in it, but... Recently watched. Okay. Um, that's not it. The Secret of Moonacre? Yes. Okay, The Secret of Moonacre. And in it, there is a dog that morphs into a lion at the end. (laughs) Because during the actual movie... (laughs) During the actual movie, yeah, he was a lion first, and then there was a story, and then he was... I guess he was turned into a dog and nobody knew that he was supposed to be the lion. He's a dog and he was a very, very loyal dog and stuff like that. And at the end of the movie, he morphs back into this black lion, which is supposed to be a very rare creature. It's a, it's actually a really cute movie. I just thought it was funny since he was also a dog that morphed into a lion. Yes. <laughs> it's very amusing. We should find his so, Twitter and post that and say copycat. <laughs> right. Wonder where he got like, his inspiration from. Now we know where you got it from. But I don't know. It's just Must have watched that movie in Jamaica where he had the enlightening. I actually don't understand why artists change their names so much. Why did Jennifer Lopez become J Lo? Uh, and then Jenny from the block and you know. Oh yeah, that's just yep. I'm still Jenny from the block. Don't worry about me. You guys go do your own thing. I'm still Jenny from the block, though. I'm making tons of money, but I'm still here. Yeah, <laughs> my shoes cost Jenny more than your block. house, but I'm still here. I'm still keeping it real. <laughs> oot, oot. <laughs> yeah, I, I just saw that so. and laughed though, so I, I thought I might might bring it up. It's very. It says the artist is a strong supporter of decriminalizing marijuana, and that, but it uh, is unlikely the issue. Uh, Okay, that sentence doesn't make sense. It's not me. It's actually the sentence. <laughs> but it's unlikely that that issue was a factor in his rebirth. Yeah, I think I see the um, sentence you're going on about. And no, it, it kind of makes sense. He's a strong supporter of decriminalizing marijuana. So making it legal. Legalizing marijuana. But well, no, it, but if you read the sentence exactly as it stated, it says the artist is a strong supporter of decriminalizing marijuana, but it unlikely the issue was a factor in his rebirth. Oh, they just left out the word is. Yeah. <laughs> and so when I was reading it the first time, I was like... But it unlikely. Wait. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. Yeah, so I, I felt like I was tongue-twisting, as I often do, but that one actually wasn't my tongue-twist. Likely story. So. It was totally there. I see it on my screen. Why don't you see it on yours? Exactly. Yeah? Yeah? <sighs> Y'all are totally non-supporters right now. <laughs> yeah, we are. Totally. <laughs> Other me. Okay, and Ezra, did you have anything else you wanted to say in closing? Thanks for having me on. It was uh, really fun to do, and like she said, there's nothing to worry about. If I've been able to put up with her for like what, 15 years or something like that, almost now. Me? Uh, yes, you. Yeah, we'll we'll leave it at 15. Something like that. 
then obviously she's not going to bite. And if she does, it's not that hard. It's more bark than anything. So Woo-hoo. Yes. And Jeppy and I talked this morning, I believe. And see, the, the podcast actually started being the two of us. And then he became ill. And he wasn't able to be here for a long time. And then when he came back, he actually didn't return to this podcast for a while. He was doing another one. And I told him, you know what? Come back when you're ready. And he's ready. And so he's resuming his role as my co-host, which is where I've wanted him the whole time. Because he is just awesome to record with. And I think Big Car today called him the Ed McMahon of podcasting. (laughs) on twitter and so i just he's just he's hilarious he's wonderful he keeps the conversation going he goes off on all sorts of wonderful rabbit trails that are just great and so i'm very happy to have jeppy as a co-host again so it is no longer my podcast it is our podcast and that is that is just really cool to me i think that it's just a wonderful change and it's a wonderful transition and i'm really really glad to have him back and of course he has been here for the last couple recordings but today was just too late he, he tried to make it, and he, he messaged me. He's just like, I'm not going to make it. I was trying, and I'm just, I'm falling asleep. I was like, all right. Yeah, I, so. I probably blame myself for that one being, you know, the other side of the world and all. Yeah, the last time we recorded with someone from Australia, we actually had to do it very early in the morning, and I had to wake up incredibly early. Yeah, I, so. I was trying to be kind to you, specifically <laughs> being sort of like late-ish in the evening. That's okay. It's it's actually not a problem. This is actually this is something I'm willing to wake up for. So you know if if we have a time next time when we want to record with everybody, you know we we can do it at six o'clock in the morning. I'm twitching. Anyway, um, (laughs) during the square, I actually wake up before that. Anyway. Even though we didn't have Jeppy, we did have Ezra. He was in addition for today, and so we still had three, which is a good number. And you know, it, it's it's not Jeppy, but you know, I'm I'm super excited to have my little bro with me today. I'm not little. Okay, no, you're not. But you're also not my real brother. Yes, I know. <laughs> You've been calling me little brother forever and a day, and every time I always point out that I have stopped being littler than you since I was like six and didn't even know you. Yeah, you were probably taller than me before. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you might want to clarify for our listeners on that, by the way. What do you mean? Um, about how you're not little, because with the way Tinoch has been taking everything, they might think the wrong thing. Oh, well, that's his fault entirely, but um, I'm <laughs> six foot four or so. Six foot four? Yes. I think that, isn't that how tall Asheo said he was? Six I four? I think so, but I probably have the biggest yeah. feet on your podcast at 17 and a half, so you can take that out if you will. The big feet. Yes. Kind of well, you know like what they say about, about big feet. Half your size. <laughs> do you have to special order your shoes? Yes, I've I have to never... special order my shoes. Wow. Where do you order them from? Uh, anywhere I can find them online. The police boots that I got weigh almost 20 pounds. Oh, my gosh. Are they steel-toed? Yeah, they're steel-toed and steel ankle, oh. but they're flipping huge. <laughs> <laughs> that is crazy, isn't it? Yeah, no, he is not small by any means. And as he's become a cop, his fluffy teddy bearness is solidifying. And so he's looking even bigger. And so he's just, when you, when you ever meet Ezra in person, he's just, he's a little intimidating. That's a good thing. He, yeah, he, he's a little intimidating. As a cop, it is a very good thing. Actually. I bail out my cruiser and people look at me and they're ready to fight. And then I start walking over to them and they're like, 
he's really big. And then you add on a vest, <laughs> a belt full of tools, a ridiculously large-sized handgun, because it's the only thing that fits my hand. And people are just like, I really don't want to mess with this guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's a little intimidating. You should have seen him when he was throwing pizzas, too. <laughs> yeah, way back when at Papa John's. Mm-hmm. So, anyway. <laughs> All I'm doing is making you hungry. I don't. Yeah, didn't you want pie earlier? Yeah, I know. it was pie earlier. Mm, pie. Well, pizza could be a pie, depending upon where you're from. Technically, it is called a pizza pie. So you could combine both things have a and get a pie. pizza pie. Yes. Or, or Isn't it about by, lunchtime your time? Um, it's just before midday. Mm-hmm. Um, there's someone on Twitter who uh, I think it's Rosanna, someone, someone or other who do does nerd nummies, and um, she recently created uh, a whole bunch of pie pies, uh, pie which pies. is pie which pies. is pies just with the the digits, so three point one four one five whatever it is, mm-hmm. and yeah, so it, it looks very yummy, very yummy. <laughs> and wait, what what did you say it was on Twitter? Um, I'll see if I can find. It's like Rosanna. She just recently won the King of the Net or Queen of the Net, whatever oh, competition. I have no idea. Um, I'm just trying to find her. Do, 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 do. I'll, I'll tweet it to you later, and you can put it in show notes or whatever. Okay, else. sounds good. Yeah, yeah, I can do that. That sounds good because it's going to take me a while to edit this one anyway. Between <laughs> birds and dogs and <laughs> children and, and disconnects. <clears throat> I don't know what you're talking about. It's always Actually, Skype crashed. It wasn't even a disconnect. Skype crashed. Because <laughs> you updated it. Oh. <laughs> I know, right? Darn me. But it, you know what? It wasn't recording unless I updated it. So, <sighs> yep. mm. How did it work yesterday and not work today unless you broke it? I don't know. I deny everything. But what if I said that you deny everything? Do you not deny that? And then it sort of breaks the world. It's kind of like when you divide by zero. Hmm. I don't know. That's like when you have the two things sitting in front of you, and one of them says he, everything he says is a lie, and the other one says everything he says is true. Who's lying and who's yeah. the truth? Yeah. Yeah, I always yeah, got confused by the whole... Yeah, if both things are true, how do you figure out which one it is? Yeah, the whole someone saying it's opposite day, you know, where everything you say is the opposite, because the opposite of opposite is not opposite, but if it's the if it's not opposite day, then what he said was true, and that means it would be opposite day, and then the opposite of opposite is not... Oh, then your brain breaks. Breathe, breathe. <laughs> <laughs> it's Okay. <laughs> Oh, I don't know that that yeah, that's a little confusing. A little bit, yeah. If it's opposite day, then technically it would not be opposite day because the opposite of opposite is not being opposite. Yes, exactly. Gotcha. So it'd be a perfectly normal day. Yes, but you said it was opposite day, and then right, yeah, sort of opposite. <laughs> <laughs> My brain hurts. <laughs> okay, on that note, we can go ahead and we can say goodbye, and so thank both of you for being on the podcast today even though we did not have both hosts here i hope you still enjoyed yourself and while i am not nearly as entertaining as jeffy i hope that you were able to um well you know you're able to at least enjoy yourself a little bit we got through a lot of fun news articles so we're dumb people yes very wow very dumb people so Oh, and oh, the thing is, is, there's oh. never going to be any shortages of those. Nope, oh, that's why cops always have job security. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I forgot to say where the last two news stories came from. So can I do that really, 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 Sorry. Yes, you may. Okay. The, oh, wait. Okay. The story about the man who threatened a neighbor after the mistreated book situation was on 
Having been... Uh, I swear I can talk today. My tongue is in my mouth and not twisting. Okay, HuffingtonPost.com. The story about the couple who was divorced 50 years ago remarrying is on content.usatoday.com. And the story that we last talked about, Snoop Dogg, is from adelaidenow.com. Mm-hmm. So I'll have all those on the show notes so you guys can see them. I apologize for not doing that in a more timely manner. Next week, we, being Jeppy and I, will have Hypnotoad as a guest. He is a podcaster on the podcast The Addicted. I'm exactly. very excited. As well. Yes, that's what Gina said. She's the one that suggested I get him. She's like, he's awesome. And so she said that those are her two podcast voice crushes, Jeppy and Hypnotoad. So she is going to go gaga over that episode, I think. Yeah. I reckon you should try to get them both on with her as well and just hear her swoon throughout the entire episode. I, I, I don't know if I would like to edit out all of the squeeze because that's <laughs> hard. But I'm sure Gino will at least listen. She is a listener, so I'm sure she would at least listen to that episode. And she's the one that suggested Hypnotode in the first place. And so after we have Hypnotode on, we should have, in episode 14, we should have Aprilian and Pixie Girl. So we're actually going to have Juno's mom on that week. Which is really cool. Yeah, we've been trying to get Clay Pigeon, but Clay Pigeon says he breaks out into a cold sweat anytime he thinks about coming on to the podcast. So we were not able to get Clay Pigeon. <laughs> I think it's but we, not when he's coming onto the podcast. I think it's just whenever he's talking to you. Must be. It's the mm-hmm. only. It's the common link. No, no. He's known me almost as long as Ezra has. So I don't think <laughs> it has anything to do with me. <laughs> no, it totally does. <clears throat> no, no. He and I have... He and I have known each other for a long time, and he's got a lovely little wife and several children, too, so he's a sweetheart. But he's just, yeah, he says he breaks out into a cold sweat anytime he thinks about coming out to the podcast. So, anyway, so we have Hypnotoad for episode 13. We have Aprilian and Pixie Girl for episode 14. Episode 15, we have Cypher, who is the other host from The Addicted. They offered to be on, or Cypher offered to be on with his co-host. And I was like, no, 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 you guys always podcast together. And so why don't we just separate you so people can see you as individuals instead and so and of course i should have my co-host for all those (laughs) we will hope that we have the co-host for all those and so it really will be we have all this so i'm really excited about the upcoming month for recording because it's just going to be so cool i had you guys today and then yeah the next three weeks are literally podcasters from other podcasts so i'm kind of nervous you'll do fine yeah, they have like hundreds of podcasts out though. I think Ka is nearing the three hundredth episode, isn't it? Yeah, I think, I think so. it's about uh, fifteen, twenty off. <clears throat> yeah, and I'm not sure how many the addicted have, but they're just more brave than I am because they put out a video cast. And so I'm I'll admit I'm a little intimidated. I'm excited, but I'm a little intimidated with these upcoming ones. However, I do have Jeppy with me, and he has a lot of podcasting under his belt. So, <laughs> Jeppy will be my stone <laughs> to me, so I do not make too much of a fool of myself. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm sure he's actually, uh, yeah, I'm sure he's actually podcasted with all of those people before, except maybe Pixie. Yes, he has actually, except for Pixie. He has been on, of course, he's on Caw every week, and he has been on The Addicted as well. 
And in fact, Cypher, the reason he volunteered is he's like, hey, isn't that a project that El Jeppe's in on? I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, Cypher probably doesn't know me from Adam, but but that's all good. That's why I have a co-host. Okay, not really. That's not the only reason I have Jeppe as a co-host. Yeah, it is. You can admit it. <laughs> no, no, it's not. Do you know he named this podcast? He's had this podcast name for ages. Oh, right. And That's fair enough. He's, yeah, he's had, and he's had the website and everything set aside for ages. And then he was supposed to do it with Alachia. And then he was supposed to do it with Juno. And then he was supposed to do it with me. And then for a while it ended up being just me. And then now it's us again. <laughs> so... <laughs> yeah, he. Th- th- this is as much his podcast as it is mine, and it's more so his than mine. He just doesn't always claim it. <laughs> so, anyway, I think we could probably say goodbye. 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 Farewell. Goodbye. Auf Wiedersehen. Adieu. Goodbye. So long. Auf Wiedersehen. No. Yeah, I, I know where you're going with that one. <laughs> it's, 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 it's. Sound of music. Ha- yes. It's that no, one. Um, I think that's when they're at the singing contest or something, and I don't know. No, it's at the party. She's teaching the kids. Or wait, well, I guess they sing it at the party because they're saying goodbye to all the guests right, before they go to bed. They're singing it when mainly when the little girl's heading upstairs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, before they go to bed, they sing it to the guests and stuff. Actually, I have to admit, I haven't really ever seen The Sound of Music. Oh, and and I'm a big musical. I'm a big musical nut, so it's probably something I should talk at some point. Have you ever seen a funny thing happened on the way to the farm? To the farm? Nope. No forum. Forum. It's set um, back I've heard of it. And it is downright hilarious. <laughs> it it is just oh, it is hilarious. And no, I didn't have a big part in it or anything, but I did take part in that one, and I think that is the best musical I ever took part in. And I took part in several. I was in South Pacific and a couple others, and I think we're about to drop again. Yes. Awesome. Okay, what I was saying was that I've actually been in several musicals, but my favorite one to be in, hands down, was a fun on the way to the forum. And it was just, it was hilarious. It was so much fun. The people in it were great. My husband was in the pit, which means he was playing the music for it. And it's just it was it was it, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, I've so I've been through and I think I've performed in about ten or so musicals over the last right. seven seven years. Starting off with my favourite one, Les Mis, Les Miserables, where I actually got to um, to score a role as one of the students, which is uh, really quite quite good. Um, and through that avenue of musicals is actually where I got to meet my wife uh, the way I normally say it is that we met in Paris but it was actually Paris the musical so it sounds romantic until oh, you explain cute. it oh <laughs> cute um, yeah so I, I, yeah, I like playing on words and, uh, and doing that sort of thing when it comes to the, the story of how I met my wife I met my husband in band in college and dated his best friend but anyway um <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, it's been, again, it's been really great recording with the two of you. I should have a lot of fun editing this one with all of the drops and the Skype crashing like it just did and everything Mm. else. But it has still been a lot of fun, and I think it's going to be a glorious episode, and everyone is going to love it. And hopefully the little glitches with iTunes have worked themselves out. Oh, I'm hoping. I changed the way I'm recording things. I changed the, 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 there was some kind of speed that I had to change, and I did, and so I'm hoping that it will work out now. So, uh, yeah, we'll just hope that those glitches are fixed. Hopefully. Anyway, 
Uh, you guys have a wonderful, I guess, Tinoch, you have a wonderful day. I will, yes. And Ezra, have a wonderful evening. And anyway, okay. Have a good night. Bye, guys. Bye, dreams. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Hello, and thank you so much for listening to this episode of Oh My Goodness, Not Another Podcast. The music that you heard in the outro and the intro is called Free Music and Free Beer by Alex Barroza. I use this music under the Creative Commons license. As promised previously in this episode, I will now post the song that I wrote as a parody to WoW for El Jeppy and Clay Pigeon, the king and prince of auction housing. So much better than me, at least. Look at this stuff, isn't it neat? Wouldn't you think that my armor's complete? Wouldn't you think I'm a girl, a girl who kills everything? Look at this helm and chance untold. How many red gems can one breastplate hold? On the battleground, you think, sure, she's got everything. I've got leggings and plate mail aplenty. I've got headgear and footgear galore. You want trinkets? I've got 20, but who cares, no big deal, I want more, I want to be where the gold makers are, I want to see, want to see them trading, clicking around on those, what do you call them, oh, add-ons, flapping your wings, you don't get too far. Gold is required for buying, crafting, traveling around to those... What's that word again? Notes. Up where they trade, up where they bank. In the auction house they have all the fun. Wandering free. Wish I could be part of their world what would i give if i could get out of these quest lines to spend a day auctioning cherries from the grand betcha in there they'd understand that you don't undercut your guildies proper trading Sick of waiting without a grand. I'm ready to know what the bank alts know. Ask them my questions and get some answers. I've got my mind on the money and I gotta know. How do I earn? Wouldn't I love, love to earn gold more than all? Wish I could soar into their